Hello, everyone, and welcome to Ginger Flicks. Gingember. <laughs> you like how I, I just, like you know. Gingember? Gingember, yeah, you know. <laughs> how they just, you know, the, the, the French word for ginger ale? What? That's the French word? Gingembre or something like that? Sure. <laughs> You're not wrong. Or maybe you are. I don't know. There's no way of knowing. It's... <laughs> <laughs> we're a little loopy i guess <laughs> that's what happens uh, yeah yeah we know we're not gonna say it but we know <laughs> so um anyways what movie are we talking about today my good man joshua today we are talking about tarantino's latest flick once upon a time in hollywood Hollywood. That's right. Uh, you know, starring like a huge amount of like top flight talent, some would say. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And it's for like sure. much like I, I want to say um, Inglorious Bastards. It's kind of like an world sort of uh, scenario. Yeah. And you don't realize it till like the end of the movie anyways. Right. So. Yeah. Um, you had seen it prior to us doing this episode. I my first time watching it was for this episode, and um, yeah, right. yeah, and I thought it was amazing. Just uh, again, I'm gonna start off with I'm a huge Tarantino fan to begin with. Worst filmmaker ever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I hate all of his movies. That's... Never watched any one of them with joy. <laughs> It's such a bold faced lie. <laughs> yes, it is. It is a big lie. Yeah. <laughs> and well, I'd love to hear your first like first impressions of it. Oh dude, I love just the the fact that um, you know, just sort of giving you what it's like to have been I guess an actor in that era of Hollywood, right? Cuz the, the movie fully f- follows Leo and Brad Pitt to an extent, right? And Leonardo DiCaprio's character is, you know, um, a falling star, so to speak. So he was like the top guy on like a television series. And then as he's gotten older, he sort of, you know, disappeared into like the background of, um, you know, uh, Hollywood, so to speak, and just doing guest spots on other shows. Like they've referenced all kinds of TV series through the seventies and sixties. I think even Batman was referenced. Well, they did. They even played the the theme at the end of the movie, right? Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, uh, yeah, I love. Like, I appreciate that too because there was, uh, yeah, I, I rewatched it again now mm-hmm. for for this, and like, it's so good in terms of um, you know. I imagine anyone watching it who grew up in the sixties. Was probably taken back a little bit. Yeah. You know, uh, with references, because, you know, apparently that FBI show was a real show. Like, pe- that's, you know, that was a thing people watched yeah. you know, in the 60s and stuff like that. You know, that's, and I'd never really heard of it until now. Right. You know, there's a few shows that obviously transcended the generations, you know, or that they've remade so they keep bringing it back. You know, things like, uh, the man from Uncle. They mentioned that one. Yeah, right? they mentioned the man yeah, from yeah. Uncle. Uh, what else? Uh, he was in uh, the Green Hornet, or he was supposed to be in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. <laughs> right. And he got kicked out because Brad Pitt had a fight with Bruce Lee. <laughs> oh, 
But I don't know if he got kicked out. Well, no. What it is is I think Brad Pitt. Just Brad Pitt fight. gets kicked out, and Leo's character is not going to do it without him, basically, or something like that. So I don't think they said that. Oh. Well, anyways, no, I, regardless, I think yeah. Brad kicked just Brad Pitt just got kicked out, and Leo's character stayed. Either way, but yeah. again, Brad Pitt got kicked out for you know, yeah, <laughs> fighting Bruce Lee. <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny. Like I rewatched. It. I remember seeing that in the theaters, and you know that was kind of a bit of controversy. Like Bruce Lee's daughter went out and talked about it, saying it was a little bit of disrespect towards her dad, which I get that. Right. And, but and it's funny. Tarantino, I think, famously said um, that Bruce, like, because people are like, "No way, uh, Cliff Booth or whatever would have lost to him. That's ridiculous." Yeah. But Quentin Tarantino said he's like Bruce Lee was a real person. Cliff Booth is not a real person. So he's like, I can he's like, so it's it's possible that Cliff Booth would have even stood toe to toe with him in a fight. He's yeah, like, because he, he, he didn't he didn't exist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's not an actual person where Bruce Lee is was confounded or whatever. Um is is an actual real life character, real life man. So yeah, that was kind of his thing. But I think people were pissed off with uh, his interpretation with um, Bruce Lee being a little cocky. But he was a little cocky. I he think. was Bruce. Like, he was a wise guy. <laughs> yeah, you know? but you know, but he was he was a bit of I don't even want to say a showboater, but he did kind of do that. He, he had was, that swagger. I think the swagger is what got him that show. The swagger is what made him the biggest yeah. thing in Hollywood. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? he, he kind of, I mean, you know, Bruce Lee's been quoted by people because he actually was a pretty, uh, really, he was a really intelligent man. You know, yeah. Oh no, there's like no doubt about much. that. And like they even sort of portray it, in the movie, but not much. They give you more of the swagger, which I think Bruce Lee had and needed to be the man he was. Yeah. Right? I, I mean, rewatching that fight, it was so good. <laughs> you know, just uh, everything about it. Even the way that guy moved. Mike, uh, what's his name? Mike O or something like that? Yeah. Played Bruce, like, he moved like him. You know, he spoke like him. He the way he even like held his arms was very much br- exactly like a, almost a replica of Bruce Lee. But I don't believe that if Cliff Booth had said "do that kick again," he would have done that kick again. No, I honestly I think uh, Bruce I think Lee Bruce Lee would have thrown something that. else at him. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. would have like faked it, like gone for something else. Yeah. And- and then, you know, like come, you know, gone with that same kick, but then actually do something else to throw him off his game. But either way, like that was that was a great scene. It was so good. And even just Brad Pitt's reaction when he's reminiscing about it. He's like, yeah, I get it. You know, because <laughs> you know, he's like fixing uh, Leo's like antenna or whatever. And he's like looking back like oh why wouldn't they hire me and then they show us that whole scene and he's like yeah i guess (laughs) that makes sense now (laughs) um the other thing what do you think of margot robbie's performance now i think we've watched two margot robbie movies on the show um i think she was great 
she you know she's actually a really just talented actress i haven't you know seen her two big nominated movies like um bombshell and uh uh i tanya but i mean i really enjoy her as an actress i've seen both and she is phenomenal in both of them so i mean i recommend both movies but i would i would uh, yeah it's just it's not that i didn't want to see those movies it's just you never got around to it yeah it happens Mm -hmm. i think she's actually a great like she's gonna be the next big thing i think if she isn't already if she isn't already, she yeah. already is, I think, yeah. one of the top actresses or at least top working actresses or wanting to want people want to work with her. Yeah, so I, I can see that. I mean, she seems to be popping up in almost everything right now. Right. So two legendary actors, uh, directors being Scorsese and uh, uh, Tarantino. Tarantino. Yeah. And that's like, that's pretty big within itself. And then. You know, the actor she's worked with throughout the time she's been, you know, doing this. So, yeah, between Will Smith and DiCaprio and Brad Pitt, like, well, yeah, did she really even do anything with it? She didn't really actually have any scenes with Brad Pitt in this movie, but still being associated with him. Uh, I think, no, not one scene at all, actually. They're just in the movie together. She didn't even have a scene with DiCaprio until the very, very end, you know, and that was it. And it was like barely anything, right? Like she had it a was scene just with Bruce Lee. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it was funny. Um, like the the whole movie itself sparked a conversation between my aunt, who is another big movie buff, and partially the reason why you know I'm such a movie buff, um, uh, with Sharon Tate. Would she have been anything more than just, you know, had she actually survived? That's the cool thing I found about this movie. Like, what if, Mm -hmm. you know, what happens in the end of the movie was reality? Like, does Sharon Tate become this massive, huge actress or does she sort of fade away into the background when you think about it? Because my aunt telling me she only did like she had like one good role, like her first movie role, which was like valley of the dolls or whatever and then everything else seemed to be kind of you know she was just the ditzy blonde in a movie <laughs> right pretty so. much yeah i don't know much about her i think i mean is is she only uh is her name only legendary because of what happened with the manson family yeah i that's that, like, that's that's that, part that's of it thing. too i mean or is she, you know, I think it's that, the fact that, you know, she ends up, you know, being murdered. And on top of that, she was married to Roman Polanski, which is another friggin' snowball of things going on with him yeah. <laughs> afterwards. Yeah. So it just, it, 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 it's a cool conversation. It's a cool yeah, yeah. Right. And, and Tarantino brings it up in, in his very own quentin tarantino way yeah 100 percent. yeah i mean so when i was watching it this time because honestly you know i i had already told you that i really enjoyed it the first time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, i don't i don't put it in uh i I wouldn't say it's tarantino's best movie no i don't think so either it's good but but i I, you know what rewatching it again i would actually maybe put it in top five though like it's at least middle out of like the, think, what is it, nine that he's made or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because sure. actually, rewatching it again, I was like, you know what? I would rewatch it again. While I was watching it, I'm like, I would still watch this movie again and again. I think the best Tarantino for me, realistically, is still Pulp Fiction. Oh, huh? yeah. Yeah, I loved I loved everything about that. Yeah. <laughs> Pulp Fiction there. Uh, for me, I, I would put... For me, I would put like Pulp Fiction. And again, I'm not even saying that these are his best movies, but what I would rewatch is like Pulp Fiction, Django, um, and then like Kill Bills. And then I would put Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in there. Oh, like, wow. Reservoir Dogs doesn't even hit that top spot in the top five. That's amazing. You know what? Reservoir Dogs is really good, but it doesn't have that rewatchability factor for me. Like, I would Fair have enough. To, I, for that one, I have to sit down and be like ready to watch it. It's a good movie. Like it's a great movie. Don't it's also it his first one out of the gate, right? I mean, this guy has managed to. It's it's amazing that he's gone. You know, he's managed to to pump out. I guess a hit after hit after hit. And I think, like, what would you say his weakest movie was? And even Death that was Proof. all right. Pardon? Death Proof, I think, is the weakest. And it's not even like a full movie. It's like an hour or something, right? Well, I, like um, Death Proof, I, I feel like it was more of like a buddy project that he did with uh, Robert Rodriguez with that yeah, whole Grindhouse project. It. Huh? But I think they count that as one of his movies. Uh, well, yeah, it's like it was like it's part of a double feature or whatever, right? So, I mean, D- Death Proof is, is a movie, but I feel like even then, like I think Death Proof – is I actually enjoyed Death Proof a little bit more than the other movie Plan- in the Grindhouse. Yeah, I did not. I I like awesome. It was so bad. It was awesome. Well, no, Are they were both so bad. They were awesome. But I mean, I I, <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I don't know, but I I can see it. I. I've rewatched Planet Terror a few times because it's so ridiculous and the action is pretty dope. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know for me. That was, it was good though. Well, I think the whole idea it's with so- Death Proof, right? It was like it was almost like he, it was like a ghost car type of thing where he would just go and kill people in the car and whatever. But we are like way off topic in regards to <laughs> that, right? I mean, so what did you uh, what did you think of Leo's? Leo's and Brad's relationship, like throughout the movie, it's so good. You know what? It's funny. So when I was watching it, I was like, "Damn, this is like an actor's movie. It's an actor's actor's like movie." You know? Yeah. Oh, totally. Um, because their choices are so good, and they're very different in terms of how they're playing their roles. Like I, I think I told you this when I first saw it. Like when I saw it the first time. And there's a reason for me why Brad Pitt won the Oscar this year for that movie. Right. I think it all because it almost looks like he's not acting. He's just this. He's just just there. He's just in it. Yeah. He's just in it. They could have been like, what is Brad Pitt? (laughs) Like Tarantino could have been like, just be Brad Pitt in this setting. This is Brad Pitt. And you would believe it because he's not acting like there's no super over the top moment until he gets high on acid. And even then, I mean, it's it's so reserved and so just like, yeah, well, there's a lot behind his motivations. Right. Like Leo, he is so over the top in this movie. 
in in a way, you know, he's he goes through a range of mo- of emotions. And I've never like I've told you, I've never been a huge DiCaprio fan. I've loved him in certain things. Right. But I've never like but I've never been like, oh, DiCaprio's the greatest actor of all time. And so many people will say that. I, I haven't. However, he is phenomenal in this movie. That scene <clears throat> after he messes up filming, yeah. you know, when he keeps calling his lines, then He's by himself in his trailer and just loses it. Damn. I was like, it's so good. Yeah, and, DiCaprio uh, goes through the full range of it, right? Yeah. You know, he's yeah. but he's always kind of been that actor, and I will give him that credit. Is that he just immerses himself in his roles. And sometimes that over the top can be a bit much. But it was so perfect for this role. I mean, I that know. could that could possibly be the reason as to why he's only got the one Oscar over his like long list of great performances over the years, right? Um, but uh, but to get to your question though, I mean, between the two of them, I th- uh, it was great, man. Like it was great, and it really because you know when it okay when it gets to you know the third act and. Uh, you find out that DiCaprio got married and he did the yeah. spaghetti westerns, and then he has to fire Cliff. You know that's when they're, and you know Kurt Russell's like, "Yep, they're gonna do the only thing that guys can do at this moment and get drunk or whatever it is." Yeah. Right? <laughs> and they get drunk, and so even after DiCaprio has to fire him, and uh, they get drunk, and you know then there's that huge attack, and basically Cliff. Cliff saves the day. Cliff oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, dead. totally. You know, they'd all be dead, and it was Cliff and Brandy that did that did the work, right? Love that dog, first of all. Um, oh, that dog but, was amazing. <laughs> but there are so many moments that were just so real in this world that's sort of real but make believe, uh, you know. And then after, like literally, when Brad Pitt is being taken away in the ambulance, and Rick, or uh, you know, Leo, Leo DiCaprio is like, "You're a good friend." Yeah. It's just like, you know, <laughs> like it was. Uh, I don't know. There's something so real about their relationship, and I was like, "Dude, man, this is you and me." I had that exact same feeling. Like, I just, I felt like, I like the, the, the one thing about that. Like, they had like they had a real friendship, and you felt it emanate from the yeah. screen. As you're watching this, it's like, oh my god, I can, I can put ourselves in this situation, and you know, yeah. like I, I, I related to that relationship in such a way just because of you know my friendship with you over the years, and it's just it's it's like that, right? You can tell these guys have actually been through a lot. Yeah, uh, they know each other inside and out, kind of thing. And again, w- what was cool about their relationship is things that are unsaid. Oh yeah, you know, like the, you know who we talked about in the last episode with Spencer Confidential, <laughs> the whole like they where everything was everything. said. Yeah. yeah, this one it was shown like it like it's weird because Tarantino is such a good writer, you know yeah. his dialogue can go on for so long and you're just so immersed in it and just you love it. But this one they talk about like they show the first time you see uh, Brad Pitt he drops Leonardo DiCaprio off. Yeah, his beautiful house, and then he goes to his trailer. You see how different their worlds are. Yeah, exactly. 
you know, but they care about each other so much. And Brad Pitt, you could tell he's not that kind of guy anyway. He's not about the lavish lifestyle. Well, no, he's, he's just about yeah. He gives his dog a steak <laughs> and makes himself mac and cheese. Yeah, <laughs> like you can. It's weird, you know, because then they underlie it with that he's a murderer. You know, but it's like you can tell he's not that because yeah, of the way like, he acts. It's just they they underlie it with that just solely to I think almost even add more mystery to this character of who this guy is. Yeah. Right. Because they give you all this other like stuff of how, you know, maybe he can't be trusted and all this and, and that and like and they give you nothing else other than that. Like he, he might not be the best person. Yeah. And then you, you know, you see what actually ends up happening and who he becomes in a way, right? And he he's the hero of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's crazy cuz you know, uh I guess it was Sony or whatever. Mm-hmm. Cuz I don't think it's Tarantino, but you know how like when they go for their Oscar campaigns or award season or whatever. Right. Uh, it's the movies, they're the studios that push like this actor for this, this actor for this or whatever. Right. And I, it's weird to say that he was a supporting character in that movie because I think he had just as much screen time as DiCaprio. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. It really was the two of them. It's, you know, there were certain times when he wasn't on screen, like during the whole filming of the Western, but then during the whole, you know, Manson family stuff. And then, well, yeah, like he was, he, he went to the ranch with yeah. that girl and just like, and yeah, that, that whole was, scene was, was just sort of, of yeah, it was, it was just so uneasy that whole, uh, and that's a long scene too with the, from, I know. <laughs> what did you think of that when he's goes to see, uh, was it George? Yeah, I was like, oh my god. Either I was like George is either gonna be dead and something's gonna happen now or you know what ends up actually happening. But it was I was more leaning towards George being dead and Brad Pitt is a goner in this scene. Right? Because that's what I thought too. Yeah. <laughs> they 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 built up that tension and so and like who was it uh, what's her name? D- Dakota Fanning, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Dude, for like the Five to four minutes of screen time she actually has. She's pretty good. Yeah. Right? She's only in it for like very little. And then you don't see her for the rest of the movie at all. But again, such a small part. But she nails it. Yeah. Like, (laughs) honestly, I think when I saw it, I thought he was going to see George and George is dead. And then he'd like turn around and she's there with a gun. Yeah, something. oh yeah, something like that. And then and then he actually sees George and George has no idea who he is. <laughs> Even after he describes him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he keeps going. But again, it's like that's what's yeah, that's what's so good about his character. Because again, like this is why I mean they added that mystery, you know, playing off of like the Natalie Wood and Christopher Walken and was it um James Garner? Uh I can't remember. Roger Moore? I don't remember. You know the well, you know the whole Natalie Wood death, right? Right. Yeah. 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 But that's anyways, I don't know. Out. I don't know the uh, the exacts to that. But anyways, I think it was. Uh, I know Christopher Walken was there. Or whatever. Christopher the Walken. 
Yeah, when Natalie Wood died off the, on the boat, it was Christopher Walken, and I think it was James Garner. I didn't know like, Christopher Walken was involved. Yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> by involved. Yeah. He was there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but they're playing off of that. But you see, like, like that's another thing. Brad Pitt picks up this girl, no intention of like doing anything to her. No, none at all. Pressing her, he's like, "Show me some ID. How old do you know?" Like, yeah. he zero interest, and he says, "I don't want to go to jail. I yeah. skirted the law already." I, I'm, and then, but he takes her to this ranch because he wants to check on some guy he barely knew eight years ago. Like, oh man, but yeah, it's true. Like, and then after that whole scene with George, well, I think out, I, I, I thought the whole family was just gonna kill him. Yeah, I think what like, what. What got him bringing her there is when she told him where it is. And he's and he's probably like, George is not really the type of guy to let all these hippies hang out on his property. Yeah. What's actually going on there? And I think that's where he sort of, you know, um, took it upon himself to sort of be, I guess, the, the detective type thing and then bring himself over there. Yeah. Right? But that's what was <laughs> so good um, in his character. And then... Yeah, uh, like that's I, again. That's what's so good about Tarantino's writing, is that yeah, oh yeah, something's gonna happen and it doesn't. It kind of goes completely askew or another way, you know. Um, oh, totally, totally. Um, yeah, the, the yeah. amount of actors in this movie too, and, and like big actors, like big, big actors names, just to play little roles. Yeah, Timothy Oliphant. I really like him though. By the way. I just watched that series, uh, Santa Clarita Diet. He, like, I think that's he, the only time I've actually liked Timothy Oliphant was in that. And I, part what? of me felt um, Santa, Clarita, Santa Clarita Diet. I yeah. haven't really liked Timothy Oliphant in anything else, re- strangely enough. He's, he was really funny in that movie. The movie? Uh, right, the show? Yeah. yeah, no, he was the best. He was the funniest part of the show. He was hilarious. And then, you know, he's been on The Office and I didn't watch Justified. But, you know, well, we yeah. some, I think he was the bad guy in like Scream, Scream 2 and Die Hard 4 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He's he's done a bunch of stuff and he's pretty he's good. And then and then in this one, he was so good. You know, I like I really liked him playing off of DiCaprio um, in that Western show or whatever. And that scene with that kid. That that was hilarious. But because again, just like, because of how like because of that full range that DiCaprio goes through in that one scene, and I love how that kid's all like, "Oh, I'm you know I I prefer to stay in character while yeah. on set and all this stuff," and it's like you're like freaking six. What are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> and even he says like, "How old are you? Twelve? She's like eight. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> It's funny because, you know, that kid doesn't even know. It's like, by the way, you just acted with, like, one of the greatest actors of his generation. You know? (laughs) uh, Yeah, I know. It's just like, what? And not only that, I mean, just the way that scene played out was so funny because he just, like, starts describing the book to her and then just starts breaking down in the middle of it. I was like, oh, wow. This is deep. Because he's talking about himself. Yeah, too. he is. It's 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 such a good like it's just a, such a good representation of how mm-hmm. the character felt in 
<laughs> in that exact moment. It's like, yeah. oh my God, I am, he's like, I'm not where I should be and I don't think I'll ever get there. <laughs> yeah. But right. you can tell too, though, I, again, that's, I, I, I give him credit. Like that's uh, DiCaprio doing some stuff that he does really well. Oh, yeah. Uh, when he finally does that scene, holding the girl hostage, right? And, you know, he nails it. And the director's like, you were so good. Uh, that was fantastic. Like, I, I no more takes. Like, that was so good. Uh, where did you come up with that? <laughs> what is it? Beanie, uh, whatever he says. Uh, you know, he calls whatever he says, and the, the actor's like, Where'd, the director's, where, where'd you come up with that? Oh, it was improv, whatever. Yeah. And uh, but you could tell his character needs that kind of fuel. You know, he even says to the kid, you know, sorry, I pushed you. Are you okay? And she's like, no, oh, elbow pads. And she even says, you know, that was the best acting I've ever seen. And I feel like that was supposed to be the end of the scene, and maybe Tarantino was like leave the camera on just for a little bit see what he does and that's when he's like you can see he takes in that reaction from that kid yeah, yeah, yeah. just like fucking Rick Dalton and he's just like so proud of himself and I was like yeah it's like I get it man and that's so good <laughs> like it, it was just such a good moment you know it's a win for that character and I for me I was like yes I think it was I'm like the, the imp he improvised the, the throwing her down thing and that kid was just like, like fully prepared right away yeah she's like nope elbow pads <laughs> but did you know okay I didn't catch this the first time or maybe I did and I forgot but there were two little girls in that scene no I didn't know that <laughs> so when he pushes her down and she's like no it's okay I got elbow pads when it pans out there's another little girl and I'm pretty sure that was supposed to be her stunt double. Like, and it's just another thing that Tarantino added, like just a little, like you, you know, it's just to add like, to a, the like, like a piece, like, stunt. like a treat in, in the background type of thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like by the way, this little actress also has a stunt double and it's this <laughs> random girl. <laughs> I love yeah. it. I love it. So yeah. I want to, before we get into, you know, um, our ginger flick, our ginger flicks, ginger snaps. Yes. I want to ask. So the, the post credit scene or whatever, where he's doing the cigarette commercial. Yeah. Didn't you feel like that was like almost like a crust of the clown, uh, bit <laughs> where as soon as the camera's off, he's like, Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah. It was like a crusty, the clown, like just <laughs> where he's taking a bite of his crusty burger and then yeah, yeah. like strips it out. <laughs> yeah yeah no it was it was so good and it's i wonder what if it was if it's like that you know because back in like the 50s 60s they would do that where they would um promote the you know whatever, anything cigarette. right when you think about cigarettes. it they, yeah, yeah not just cigarettes i mean anything which is hilarious i wonder how true it actually is that these you know stars who say oh yeah no i love this or whatever and they just like they, they hate it <laughs> yeah but especially back i think you know back then it would be cigarettes and maybe alcohol were like oh yeah for sure for sure where, you know beer or whatever was yeah those were shown like prime time this is what we're advertising right now when yeah. everybody's watching and yeah i wonder how many actors were like Oh yeah, try this, you know, Marlboro Light or whatever, and then that's it. And the camera this is down. terrible. <laughs> yeah, and he like flips out on the cardboard cutout. 
He's like, <laughs> who, who, who picked this photo? It gives me a double chin. Come on. <laughs> I like yeah. just so visibly upset about it. <laughs> so anyways, we've come to the end of our program, as they say. Uh, it's time now for the ginger snaps. And so, Josh, how many ginger snaps out of five do you give this one? Once upon a time in Hollywood. Very pensive. I would say somewhere between a four and a four and a half. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> funny enough, I'm going around that route too. I mean, it wasn't perfect, but it was really good. It was really good. Uh, some of the Sharon Tate stuff, I mean it doesn't actually have any impact on the story. I mean, that's the thing. I really liked Margot Robbie in the movie, but I mean, you could have taken her character all the way out and just shown her at the end. And fair enough. I think it's just to sort of give you, you could have literally just had her as DiCaprio's neighbor being like, Oh, that's Sharon Tate. And that's it. And it would have been fine. Like it wouldn't have changed the movie very much except for the fact that, you know, the ending obviously would not have been her murder. It would have been, you know, yeah, what I mean? like, yeah exactly. I mean, I, this, I think it was sort of to give uh, you an idea of what she, what type of a person she might have been. I mean, think of it this way. I mean, when she was, you know, alive, she was this up and coming actress. She had like a one big hit movie. She had another movie coming out or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, she still wasn't known yet. So, I mean, that's why she could have gone in, you know, and watched the movie in the theater in the middle of the afternoon or whatever, right? Yeah. And I think now, like, the level of celebrity is not what it used to be now. So, I mean, or what it is now, sorry. So, I mean, like, someone like uh, Shannon Tate now would be, like, on everything, and she'd be selling a brand and, you know, she'd have Instagram, Twitter and all that stuff. Yeah. And, you know, just based off of social media, she'd be huge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There'd be so many ways of, prom of promotion. Exactly. She right. Could've, she could have blown up kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she was already like supposed to be the it girl or whatever before what happened. And yeah. You know, some might say it's more due to the fact that, you know, she was married to Roman Polanski than anything else that helped perpetuate her career more than anything. Right. And that's uh, like, realistically, you and I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't know. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I see what you're saying where the whole, like the whole storyline with her, where you follow her and like, yeah, really all you see the scenes with her are. Shannon Tate at a party, right? <laughs> it's her at a party, her at the movies. And then the end. And then the end, pretty much. Yeah. Right, where the the setting up the whole, where I think it was. A little bit, there was, you know, Charles Manson knocks on the door, asks if it's Terry's, Terry's still there. Um, yeah, it gives yeah, you that yeah. little bit of, you know. Yeah, it's just like little stuff like peppered throughout it that it doesn't really have an effect on DiCaprio or Brad Pitt. No, not until the end where they all sort of converge and meet. Right. So, I mean, yeah, yeah that's, 
but it, it for, for me it wasn't anything that took away from the movie no it much. didn't take away from the movie but it, i i, I it agree didn't it didn't add, add to it. it it just it it just gave us i guess like a little bit more of her but other than that there wasn't much it gave us the margot robbie which was good yeah i'll give her that you yeah. know like i mean she's a good actress so if it, if it, if it was a bad actress in that role then it might actually like take it, away then it could have it, it could have hurt the movie yeah it could have hurt it hurt a lot right but because but even tarantino could probably take any any mediocre actress and make her great you know that's another thing yeah fair enough <laughs> Anyways, dude, um, where can they find us out there? Where can they find us? Like yes. In our houses? No, yeah. you silly sod. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they come? They shouldn't be going to anybody's houses, really. <laughs> Stay <They> inside. <laughs> so they can find us on Instagram at gingerflixpod, all one word. Um, they can find us on Twitter at flicks pod or just look up ginger flicks and then you can find us on youtube also uh ginger flicks remember flicks is spelt with that x and we've got lots of content for you and yeah and we got content coming every week for you guys so uh yeah just give us a listen anyways thank you for listening yes for ginger flicks i am joey and i'm josh thanks again (laughs) 